was da da s. If I was from Asia, I would say, Welcome to Long Days with Yanni. Yanni, Long Days. We are in the building. I was just thinking about one of the greatest Staten Island performers of all time, Iman. What happened to you, dude? You know, remember it was like 2010, he had that song? Fuck all that shit. It don't mean jack. Fuck all that shit, bitch. I don't want you back. Oh, oh, uh oh, eh. I don't know. That was back in the day when probably you could rip it on Napster, listen to it for free. We're in the building right now. Guys, we are up on iTunes. Very important. We've also adjusted the microphone because we've heard your cries. This is a direct democracy. You get to leave your comments. You could talk about my glasses. You can say, hey, those are women's glasses. You could say, hey, the microphone's blocking your face. You could say, Yanni, you need to get an operation to separate your eyes a little farther. You can say whatever you want, okay? You can call me fat. You can call call my head a fucking peanut head. You can do whatever we want, and we will address it. I will enlarge my head. I will get surgery. I will get a sex change. Whatever is going to make you happy, I will do. You said move the mic, and guess what? We figured out all we had to do was move the mic. So apologies for the first eight episodes where the mic was blocking my face because all we had to do was this. Jesse goes, oh, yeah, people were, jo- oh, were joking about the mic. And then we just go, oh, yeah, let's just do that. I thought that's what you were going for, though. Yeah, I thought we were going for the half a face look. I think we were going for uh, the villain in Batman look. What was his name? D-A, Two-Face. 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 So we're up on iTunes. So please go rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, as soon as you see this, because uh, iTunes pushes new shows to the top to give new shows a chance. So that'll be very great if you go and do that and subscribe. We got Drew in the building as per usual. Drew's throwing gang signs. He's had a couple of coffees. He walked in. Me and Jesse thought he was on cocaine and Adderall. And then we remembered, oh, no, he's just 23 and we're a couple of 40-year-old guys. And when I say 40, it's just you stop counting after 40. Nobody says you're exact. You you don't tell anyone your exact age when you cross 40. You just say, I'm a 40-year-old guy. And I will be a 40-year-old guy until I go into the grave. They'll be like, that's sad. That's sad. We just buried a 40-year-old, 87-year-old. Because I will be 40 from this point on. Okay, I'm at the age where I threw my shoulder out, throwing my ball to my dog. Drew has been taking photos of models, and he's wearing a $1,200 shirt. So he is 23. That's what that is. Guys, I have been, I have been going hard on Clubhouse. Okay? Clubhouse is the shit. Follow me on Clubhouse. This is where I talk to my people and lead my cult followings. Go follow me on Clubhouse for the chance for me to have sex with your wife. That's the top level of what I'm doing, okay? Every night, almost every night, I'm doing a little seminar teaching you on how you can better improve yourself and put other people on. So follow me on Clubhouse at Giannis Pappas. Here's the thing. Clubhouse is not even being promoted as the only social media platform that you can safely do while driving, okay? There's been a lot of people who've gotten to accidents doing Instagram, checking their Twitter, checking their texts, checking their emails, Googling um, what a platypus is, whatever you're doing while you're driving, whatever, you know, I haven't seen a red light turn green in six years. I don't know. You're at a red light. If you don't reach for your phone, you're a psychopath, 
at red. The only time I know when it's time when the light turns green is when the guy honks behind me and tells me it's time to go. Otherwise, I'm just sitting at a red light waiting for it to change. So, yeah, they should promote Clubhouse as, hey, would you like to drive and talk to your followers at the same time? You're goddamn right you were, because this is 2021. You got to do more. You got to build your fucking brand, okay? You can't just be sitting around waiting for things to happen to you. You got to start it. Build your brand. What is it? What's your brand? Figure it out on Clubhouse. Then go across platforms and promote. Create who you are. Stop trying to be you. You are boring. But if you lie, anyone could be exciting. All you have to do is Jessica Love. Sorry, that is my apartment building farting. Why are people doing heavy work while we record? Don't be yourself. Do not be yourself. You're boring. Create who you're going to be. Create who you are going to be. Jessica La Bumbayera it. You have to. We, got, we can't fucking record during this. What is that? Okay, somebody, as you know, as you know, we are always going live on Instagram as I am recording this live for however many people want to check it out, however many people are unemployed and don't have to go at work, however many people are working from home and are never going back because make no mistake, their bosses are not going to be paying that commercial real estate fee anymore. The world is about to change. The Chinese have one. Let's move there and surrender together. It's over. Jeffrey Epstein did die of COVID. He died of a conspiracy. He died of conspiracy of vicious international deceivers. COVID. Jeffrey Epstein did die of COVID. Yes, commercial real estate will never be the same. Before you know it, there will be young artists living in what used to be Chase Bank. It's going to happen. They're going to turn law offices into fun condos for what is the generation after millennials? Nihilists? That's what I'm going to call you. You guys don't believe in anything and you're tattooing your face and you're making TikTok videos selling me fucking energy drink. I don't want it. I don't want you to date my daughter. You're doing something that is horrific and it's the Chinese who are dictating it and pulling the strings. You're all Manchurian candidates. Stop fucking dancing. Put the fucking phone down and sit still and learn how to speak a second language and make sure that second language is Chinese. Stop dancing. It's the same dance over and over again. We need to storm the hype house. I've said it once. I'll say it a million times. It's got to end. Here's the thing. What is your fucking brand? Who are you? Not who you are. Do you got me? Don't be who you are. Jessica La Bumbayera. It. That's the adjective that needs to go. Jessica Bumbayera, if you don't know who she is. Jessica Bumbayera was, uh, she, she kind of got upstaged by Rachel Dolezal because Rachel Dolezal was the big story. But Jessica La Bumbayera was the better story because she's got the funnier name. She called herself Jessica La Bumbayera. And so she was Jessica Krug who was a white girl who was born in the suburbs, I believe of St. Louis, a wealthy suburb. And then she got a job teaching <laughs> African-American studies at George Washington University. George Washington University, by the way, hired two professors who were pretending to be different people. So you get the gold medal, George Washington. You're doing it. Whoever walks in and said, if I walk in and I was like, yo, whoosh out, yeah, me. Ha, ha, ha. 
What's going on, yo? So what's up? My name is Jenkins Jenkins. Yeah, you know I mean, and um, so I wanted to teach a class in you know growing up in the hood. You're hurt. So, uh, you know what I mean? I'm from the projects down there in Farragut, down there in Brooklyn. I want kids to really know. I want to teach this class on Tupac's musicology and poetry. You hurt? And they're like, um, are you sure you're African-American? The fuck you talking about, son? Yeah, I mean? You questioning me, dog? I'm fucking light-skinned. What you talking about? My fucking father, my mother had an affair. with and my father, yo, my father... My father was a real light-skinned motherfucker. What you talk about, son? You trying to be racist with me and shit? Give me the fucking class. I'll write a book. Yeah, you know I mean? Fucking Jessica Laboombayera's up in there. And H.G. Carrillo. So these are my two favorite. George Washington has my two favorite. His name was, I think, H.G. Carrillo, right? H.G. Carrillo. Can you look him up, Drew? I don't know that one. H.G. Carrillo was a black dude from Detroit who invented a persona and wrote books and was revered as a Afro-Cuban refugee who swam here on his tita's back from Cuba. So he just lived as a Cuban dude for like 40 years, and then he died, and then it was revealed that he was just a black dude named Jenkins from Detroit. I love the name Jenkins. Jesse knows that I always love the name That's Jenkins. Jenkins is just a great name. H.G. Carrillo. And his real name was like Dennis, <laughs> which is my favorite. <laughs> Jessica Krug. I mean, create who you want to be. These people are not charlatans. They are pioneers. They are pioneers in this era where you need to create a story, a struggle. Here it is. Let me explain the reality to you people. We are living at a time of unprecedented comfort enabled by the amenities of modernity. And you can tell how free you are based on how free you are to complain. That's the irony of it. The more you complain, the free you are. The more you complain, the freer you are. Ain't nobody complaining about the current climate in China. China. They can't. You can't just walk to CCP headquarters and be like, you know what? Turn on our internet. <laughs> then you get disappeared. You get disappeared. So that's the irony of it. Is the freer you are, the more you complain about your lack of freedoms. Because you're free too. So that is where we're at. Now, create who you are online. Become your fucking avatar. Are you listening to me? Build your brand. I don't want to see a profile pic of you and your dog. Not good enough. Tell a story, okay? You rescued that fucking dog. You rescued that dog from a water pit, oil pit, right outside of Compton. It's not a pit bull, but call it a pit bull. I don't give a shit if it's a tiny little fucking shih tzu poodle. Call it a pit bull. Say you're a pit bull lover. People say that's not a pit bull. You go, you fucking racist against pit bulls. You're fucking discriminating. Why don't you move to Miami where they have pit bull? Blah, 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 blah. Put me on notice, okay? Put me on fucking notice. And then you tell me that you rescued that pit bull and you sell that story to Dodo and they post it. I am only watching dog rehabilitation videos from now on. That's all I'm watching. No more COVID news. Please, can somebody put Dr. Fauci in a fucking sports sock and throw him in a draw? Stop giving interviews to the media and telling us that even after we're vaccinated, we're going to have to fucking put a mask over our 
all of our orifices. That's not what people want to hear. And then there's another guy, John Hopkins, saying, oh, there's a steep decline. It's 77% going down. Here's some of the good news. And Fauci goes, no, let's not celebrate victory yet. Why don't you shut the fuck up, you little tiny sauce monkey from Long Island? The one good thing about Fauci, I'll say, is he keeps saying opposite stuff and he's a doomsday little munchkin. He's a little, he comes, he pops up like the Groundhog Day and he says, it's going to be a bad season. COVID's still here. It's like he pops up, he goes up, still COVID. Uh, You get vaccinated, still can't go to the movies, still can't go outside. And the advantage to that is if you want to cancel plans, you can just tell people you were exposed to someone who got exposed to COVID. Okay, I actually canceled plans twice with the same person saying I got exposed to COVID again. They were like, didn't you just have it? I was like, no, I didn't have it. I was exposed to it. I don't know if I have it. So I have to quarantine for seven days. Your party's in that seven day period. I can't make it. I apologize. That's the thing. You can keep doing it because you don't have to get COVID. Don't ever tell them you catch COVID. See, because I had COVID, but I don't tell certain people I had it. So they just think there's a possibility I could have it. We'll find out. In seven days, I'm going to miss your party. It's a great excuse to get out of shit. Telling people you were exposed to somebody who has COVID is a great excuse to get out of fucking seeing them. What were you going to say, Drew? Herman? Herman! Herman Glenn Carroll named himself into H.G. Carrillo, where he wrote exotic Cuban... Uh, novels or something and didn't go discover till he dead jessica labumbayera wrote about six books as a black woman now here's the thing if you get away with pretending you're black for let's say a decade you win people even if they find out you're not black should be required by law to be like you got us dog you're black 10 years she got away with it see the thing that's less impressive about her than hg carrillo was because he had to like invent like a he had to like invent an accent and shit. So that's harder. Jessica La Bumbayera, if you're a white girl with a fat ass, you can kind of always claim to be light skinned. And black guys can't really it's like the Yankee pinstripes. They say you always lose to the Yankees because you can't get past staring at the pinstripes. If you're a white chick pretending to be black, black dudes won't notice as long as you got a fat ass. They can't see past that fucking fatty. If that girl thick Girl, you could tell them your name is Tanisha, Karen, and they won't notice. Y'all hurt? Yeah, I mean, that's just what it is. You hurt? Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, I want to put out my mixtape. You hurt? And like, you know what I mean? I'm going to be, yo, what happened to guys selling mixtapes? They're upset right now because there's no tourists. There's no comedy. And also who's upset right now is bedbugs. Bedbugs are like, yo, where the fuck are these dudes in hotels? Bed bugs are just sitting on the bottom of mattresses, just holding on, fucking starving right now. These kids haven't eaten. They look like Somalian children, thin, thin like paper, waiting for a Swedish backpacker to show up and be like, ah, oh, this is nice. I'm staying in Times Square. Hi, Jan, how you? Yeah, how you doing? It's me. It's me, Cleese Horsen. And I'm in Times Square here in this nice hostel. Oh, it's nice. A lot of black guys here. So, uh, what happened? You got bed bugs here? Uh, so bad, but it was worth it to go to Times Square. I went to the comedy cellar. Yeah, so nice comedians there. So bed bugs are freaking starving as well. And you know who's starving for attention? 
Madonna. 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 Can you pull up her social media purse, Drew? Go to her Instagram. So Madonna has had it. Madonna has fucking had it, okay? Madonna, who at this point I think is 62, she looks like, uh, Madonna looks like a version of herself in Madame Tussauds at this point. If Madonna stood next to the wax Madonna in Madame Tussauds, you would not know who is who. Go to her post about the patriarchy. Yeah, I mean, she looks like a drag queen. She looks like her demographic now. It looks like one of her fans jumped up out of the audience and got on stage. She looks like she's being performed at a Chinese restaurant in the East Village. If Madonna walked in and started performing Madonna songs, somebody would go up to her and be like, what's up, Jerry? You're really looking like a bitch tonight. You're really pulling it off. She looks like a drag queen, mama. But here's the deal. Hang it up, Madonna. Hang it up. You're 60 what? Is she 62? 64? She's up there. I mean, you know, she's got grandchildren, right? That she's not related to because all her kids are African, but she's got grandchildren. You got fucking grandchildren, dog. And then you have one who's related to you that you had like probably somebody else carry for you. You know, yeah, Lourdes. And you know, Lourdes was probably carried by some Mexican housekeeper. That got paid like $300 so Madonna doesn't fuck up her body. That's what Hollywood celebrities do. And then they go online and they say, vote this way. And you're like, what? Okay, here's the deal, Mark Ruffalo. I have an idea for a new reality show. It's called On Notice. Big surprise. Mark Ruffalo tweets, blah, 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 blah. Got to do this. Got to think about the people, blah, blah, blah. Feed the poor. Then we go to Mark Ruffalo's house and we say, what's up? How you doing? You're on notice. So Mark Ruffalo, you were saying we wanted to do this for the poor. Are you ready to do it? Mark Ruffalo, we're trading your house and you're moving to the projects. We're moving in four illegal immigrants and five people who lived in the projects all the way in Miami Gardens. Are you ready, Mark Ruffalo? Because you live in a gated community in a house that's as big as a mansion that can fit nine people. Are you ready, Mark Ruffalo, to trade places and recede out of some spaces and create some opportunities for underprivileged people? Mark Ruffalo, you have too many roles. You've done too much. You suffer from too much privilege. Time to check yourself, put yourself on notice, and check in to the hotel, which is your new house, in Miami Gardens Projects. Good luck. That would be genius. Do you think he would do it? Yeah. What was that show, Home, Home Makeover, with a trailer movie? Yeah, it was, well, there was a, there was a show called uh, Wife Swap. This will be Life Swap. <laughs> This will be woke swap. How woke are you? Scale of one to 10. Mark Ruffalo, look at me in the eye. How woke are you? Because I'll tell you what, it's easy to be woke when you're sitting at a French restaurant in LA eating snails and eggs on croissants. But if push came to shove, would you give up your Hulk role to an undocumented worker? Would you? By the way, Hulk's green, you're not. So, on notice for that. Hulk should be played by someone who has day four bad COVID, who's turning green. 
the only person who should be allowed to play COVID is frogs or people whose skin tone turns green from COVID. COVID. Jeffrey Epstein died of COVID. Conspiracy of vicious, conspiracy of vicious international deceivers. He died. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods got into a car accident because he was doing a clubhouse recording. On. Can you imagine? What do you think he was doing? Here's the options. Tiger Woods was either he was either swiftly trying to get home to find his burner phone <laughs> to recover it because he got a text from whoever his G is now. I don't know who his G is because that motherfucker can't keep his paws off of stewardesses. I mean, that kid gets into first class. He's like, mommy, do you know who I am? And they're like, yeah, you used to win titles before you humiliated yourself in a public apology that you didn't need to do. And he goes, that's right. And he goes, I still got a hundred million dollars to give away. You want to get married? So either he was on Clubhouse giving a lecture or he was swiftly trying to drive home to get rid of his burner phone. So, but he's fine. That's why we're able to make jokes. You're able to make jokes because he's okay. I heard they're just reconstructing his leg and whether he can play golf or not in the future is uncertain, but it doesn't matter because he doesn't really play good golf now. He's won like, he came back and won one tournament. Yeah, I mean, after that apology, it was like, it was like, I mean, but what do you expect? You, you know what? Here's the deal. Here's the fucking deal. If you're Tiger Woods, I'm going way back now, but if you marry someone whose job is a babysitter and you're the best, most richest, famous golfer on the planet, you should pay the $250 million at the wedding ceremony because you got fucking shit for brain. If I opened your head and looked inside, there is a pile of steaming dog shit in there. How fucking stupid are you? What do you think? You guys really connect? You guys, you guys got chemistry? You really got chemistry? You're really bonding over how you're both fucking changing the world together? You can't be surprised. You can't be surprised. And she shouldn't be surprised. Oh, he likes to fuck other chicks. I, I had, you, you didn't know at the beginning? You had no clue that you might have a tough time hanging on to Tiger Woods. You might have a tough time keeping his attention with your same pussy. If women, if you can't, if you marry someone rich and famous and you can't figure out a way to grow another pussy, just assume there's about a 25% chance your man may fuck another one. I mean, what were we all born yesterday? Can people grow the fuck up? Can you grow the fuck up, 54 people watching this? Jesus Christ. It should, there should be a, or if you get married, there should be a clause in your contract. You're telling me you can't get that agreement done if you're Tiger Woods? What girl's going to walk away from that clause? If I'm Tiger Woods and I put in the clause, by the way, I also really like Puss Puss. I like you. I want to make you my main girl, but there will be a clause in this contract where occasionally I will sway and lap up some other puss puss. Are you okay with that before you indulge in this hundred millionaire rich and famous life, you babysitting Scandinavian bitch? Are you okay? Or do you want to walk away and go marry Magnus in Stockholm and sit in the winter for 10 months and when the sun comes out, you chase it around like a fucking ferret looking for a nut? You ever see Scandinavians in September? Jesus Christ, dude, the cloud comes. They'll go whatever angle the sun is coming out, they'll drive to it and fucking get in a blanket and savor every second of sunlight because it's about to be darkness. 
I am an animal right now. I'm a fucking animal. Is there another room? Is there room for Chrissy D? Absolutely. <laughs> Yanni, the legendary ferret. Ferret's a funny world. Squirrely is something I made up. Guys acting squirrely. And then me and Sergio say it all the time. Like, you know, drug addicts act squirrely. When Drew came in, he was acting mad squirrely. I was like, and then we were like, yo, you did coke. He's like, nah, I had a Starbucks. And I was like, you know what? At 20, when I was 23, I didn't have a fucking tolerance to Starbucks coffee either. You had a double shot espresso. That's basically, if I did that now, I'd probably end up in a hospital with COVID. Somehow I would catch COVID because I do two coffees and then I'm like, and then I just stop. I just, I turn into like, and my fucking hands start shaking. I'm like, I got to stop right now. I got to stop. That's what it is. Yanni Dimples. The only, uh, only thing better than a great pussy is new pussy. Said like a true champion. The only thing better than good pussy this new pussy. That was originally said by Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, so it's what it is. I haven't been to Manhattan in a long time, Jess. I'll be honest with you, Jesse Scutoro. Follow Jesse Scutoro on Instagram to see his... No, you don't have to. Well, I mean, all right, don't do it. He's got pictures up. You got pictures. You got paintings up there. You got finger paintings. Um... Or don't follow. It's funny. You tell you like people come. You're gonna be like, you're gonna put up a picture. Be like, hey, everyone who just followed me, please leave. It's not for you. Not for you. It's not for you. But you know, it's funny. This is what I noticed from being a stand-up comedian, which I don't really miss that much, to be honest with you. I think that's an age thing. Like, if there's a way for me to just get paid doing uh, squeaky clean episodes in my bathtub, I'm taking it. I gotta say, I was kind of surprised when you said that earlier. Yeah, you know what it is? It's because it's an age thing. Once you have a daughter, you don't want to fucking, you know, I don't want to head out. By the way, I'll be at Soul Joel's Comedy Club in Royersford, PA, March 13th. Tickets are going fast. Get your fucking tickets. I'm bringing my whole brain there. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, Soul Joe's Comedy Club. That means if you live in Jersey or you live in Philly, dog, if you're in the Philly area or the Jersey area, get tickets to see me. Royersford, PA. I may bring Drew. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? I may bring the girls Jews taking photos of. So come on to Royersford, PA, March 13th. Tickets at YannisPappasComedy.com or you can just Google it. If you can't find the tickets, then I don't know what to tell you. You're 70 and you're close. You're on the runway. You're on the runway. Pilot's saying it's time for liftoff and you're going up to heaven. You got a fucking ticket booked. You got your mask on and the stewardess says, put your seat back forward. You're ready to go. But the funny thing I noticed from doing comedy is all the cities in America, pre-COVID, all the cities in America are full of ugly people. And I was always like, why? Why are all these cities have like, you go to the malls and there's like no good looking people. It's because all the good, good looks are, and youth are such a hot commodity. By the way, that's the new Bitcoin. It's looking nice being beautiful and I'll explain to you why okay I'm telling people to invest in Nickelback at least that's a real thing okay I can make them play a song if the world's burning that's the whole thing about Bitcoin people telling you Bitcoin you're like oh why should I invest in Bitcoin it's not a real thing they're like you don't understand when Armageddon happens Bitcoin is going to be worth so much money when the dollar collapses I'm going okay so let me explain let me understand this right let me understand this so when the dollar collapses your only worry is going to be whether you have Bitcoin because you know what my worry is going to be, Drew? How many guns I got? 
So you're telling me there's going to be 10 smart investors who got tons of Bitcoin. Who are you going to fucking sell your Bitcoin to? Each other? While the 90% of the rest of us rob you of the computer that has your Bitcoin? Because you know what I'm looking for as currency during Armageddon if the dollar fucking collapses? Guns! I want to be around guns and murderers who like my comedy. I'm going to be looking for guys who go, yo, man, I did a bid. I killed my mom. I killed a couple people. I have PTSD from the murders in Iraq, but I love Morica, son. And I'm going to be like, yo, dog, you can live with me. And you're going to be in your house going like, I got millions of Bitcoins. I'm going to say, I'm here with C-Rock from D-Block. That's worth about a million Bitcoins. Come on, come and take your fucking computer, which is the house for your fucking invisible Bitcoins. You tech nerd, son of a bitch, jerk bastard. Invest in fucking Bitcoin. Might as well invest in Pennywise and Coinstar too. Invest in guns and murderers who like your comedy. That's what I want. And police officers. NYPD's big Morica fans. I like calling him Morica because that's the, 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 the more hood someone is, the more they be like, yo, man, I love Morica, dog. Just, it's just what they say. They call her Morica. And uh, so that's what I'm investing. What was my original point when I got sidetracked by Bitcoin? Does anyone remember cities? Yes. So fuck your Bitcoin. Okay? Get guns. Guns are going to, if Armageddon, Armageddon comes, guns are going to be worth a lot of Bitcoins. You're going to use those Bitcoins to buy guns. But it's full of ugly people. And the reason is pre-pandemic, all the pretty people, such a, it's such a currency to be young and hot, that all the pretty people would go to a few cities. They would empty this. L.A. and New York and Miami would just empty all the cities of their beautiful people. Now all those people... Um, like in New York and LA, have gone back to their suburban homes, their homes in Idaho, their homes in Iowa, their homes in Idaho, which is the new Austin. I'll say that every episode. Um, I don't know. And uh, now they're back. They're back in their suburbs being the hottest fucking chick there. And they're kind of liking that now, right? Because they all go there to try to make it, I don't know, as what, an Instagram whore or whatever, you know? (laughs) Instagram, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Instagram model and I'm TikTok. You took down a video, uh, my Miley Cyrus clip from this podcast where I said she was a video. Yeah, they took it down because they said it, it had illegal content, explicit and illegal content because I said the word cigarette. And I know that that's crossing the line, especially when you're an app that has 12 and 13 year old girls who are half naked dancing to gangster rap music. Wait, what? You, you said cigarette? Yeah, I said cigarette and they took it down. Why? Because it's a soulless AI woke bot that follows you around like the matrix and just takes shit down it's not a human reviewing it you can't say cigarette cigarette. the armless nazi they took down that character because i had the word nazi in it it's just bots that go around and take words out so it's like you gotta start a patreon patreon.com slash yanni long days go the bonus episodes are fucking lit what is like a synonymous word for lit in your generation 22 and what is your generation you're not millennials what are you nihilists Huh? Gen Z. Holy shit, that's the end. It's the end of the fucking alphabet. What more clue do you need? What comes after Z? Nothing. I just missed millennial. 97 is when I was born. That's when Gen Z started. You, you were born in 97 because I had already fucked 35 women by the time you were born. And I knew it because I made a list of them. Because at that age, that's what you did. You just made a list and you looked at it. 
and you were proud of it and you were proud of your list. And if you were crazy like me, you'd add a few imaginary ones in there just to boost your numbers. Yeah, that, the, boosting your own numbers in your list of what you banged is the original buying followers of who you fucked. <laughs> like, who'd you fuck? You'd be like, yeah, I fucked 50. And then you throw a couple fucking fake names and you show your boy your list. And you say, yeah, that girl Kathy, yeah, I fucked the fuck. Fuck an Indian girl named Prequit. Prequit. Prequit sounds like an Indian name, right, dog? Drew, you ever fucked an Indian girl? No, I but just, yeah. I love it. I love half white, half Indian. Like that's my like. You sp- that's very specific, that Drew. Is, yeah. yeah, Drew just said he likes a quarter Indian, twenty five percent Turkish, and thirty seven percent South Asian. I just like one hundred percent Kama Sutra. Here's the thing: Indians are slept on. Kama Sutra is the jujitsu of fucking. You can take down anyone if you know jujitsu because fights usually come to the floor. I don't care how good you are at throwing hands. I get a hand. Well, first of all, I take out jujitsu because I bite. So I don't know who teaches biting, but I'm going to, I will go on TikTok and I mean, I'm sorry, I will go on Clubhouse and I will be teaching a course on bite martial arts. You bite, bite balls, bite necks, bite ears. I'm a biter. Biting, rock, paper, scissors, biting always beats jujitsu. But Kama Sutra is kind of like the jujitsu of fucking. Means you're a fucking black belt. If so, Indians are born black belts of fucking and they're slept on. We're sitting there, we're fucking, you know, we're pumping. We're pumping. You know what that is? We're trying to get that dumb sperm up there. We're trying to push it, trying to help it. Come on, let's make another fucking mediocre idiot. Bang. Let's make another useless eater. Bang. Let's make another mouth that needs to be fed who's going to change nothing with needs and biases and racism and violence. Bang. Let's make another person who's going to sit and feed himself fucking tacos from Taco Bell while he slurps down a Slurpee and puts a skull in his mouth. Bang. So that's why we're trying to push it. Indians don't do that. They put in and they vibrate. They vibrate. How do you think geniuses, how do you think the one percenters fuck? I'll tell you how they fuck. How do you think Mark Zuckerberg fucks his Chinese girlfriend? By the way, the Ivy, the Ivy League has been bringing Jews and Chinese together since 1937. If you see a Jewish kid and he tells you he went to an Ivy League school, there's a 97% chance his girlfriend is Chinese. Okay? That's just how it goes. The Ivy League brings Asians and Jews together and creates little hybrid half-Jew Asians. But what do you think they do? They don't fuck like, like normal people, like fucking dock workers. You know? They don't fuck like that. Like mediocre. And this is, if you're fucking and pumping, that means your IQ is low. People with high IQs, they shiver and hold each other. <laughs> right? So Mark Zuckerberg just plugs in, and they just shiver and shake. And because nature wants them to reproduce, they don't have to push it. So nature just takes the sperm and throws it from the vibration because they want more smart, advanced people and less fucking idiots. But we're so, idiots are so ambitious, we just keep fucking pushing that. Why do you think we're pushing like that? We're trying to give it a head start and go, fucking run, Johnny. You're slow, but run. You guys understand what I'm talking about? It's like a phone on vibrate. It's like when you put your phone on vibrate, that's the way, when your phone vibrates in your pocket during a meeting, that's the same way Mark Zuckerberg fucks Mrs. Chow. I don't know her real name, but I assume it was Lee or Chow. Could you guys find a third or fourth fake name to give you guys? Because, you know, their real names are like noises. (laughs) 
And then it's like every Chinese family just picked Li, Chow, Chang. Li, Chow, Chang. Is there a fourth one? Hugh. Yeah. Chan. Chan. Chan, Chow, Chung. I mean, and then they say, like, don't say those things. You're like, yo, I'm just talking about all the boys I went to high school. Chang, Chow, and Chong. Priscilla, Priscilla is whose first name? Yeah. Priscilla Chang. That's not her real name. Her real name is like uh, Garden Mountain uh, Water, and the way you pronounce it is. So that's what that is. So all the cities have been emptied out of good looking people, man. Patreon.com slash Yanni Long Days for the bonus series Squeaky Clean. Squeaky Clean. Patreon.com. What's up? Look at these jokes people are throwing. They get their names by throwing coins down the hall. You, my friend, need to go to prison for that. That is a joke from 1981. We've heard it. Albeit it's a good one. It's like, how do you get a one-armed Pollock out of a tree? I don't know how Pollock's just got the, the stereotypes that they're dumb, but I think the, those old street jokes were funny. How do you get a one-armed Pollock out of a tree? You wave. He waves back. One of my favorite uh, racist street jokes was, why were so many black people killed in Vietnam? Because when the lieutenant told them to get down, they all stood up and started dancing. It's what it is. What do you separate? How do you separate a Greek boy from a man, a crowbar? It's what we do. Whoever the streets are, the streets are talking. They are talking. Aaron Carter, we're thinking of you. We're thinking of you, Aaron Carter. What happened there? I don't know. He's got tattoos in his face. And here's the thing. When you're performing for a bunch of girls and you're doing whatever that music was, the sounds that he used to do, and then it goes away, there's only one way to get that high again. <laughs> Meth. The only thing that packs that same punch of like, do you know what it must feel like? The three of us will never know what it feels like to have a few thousand girls your age screeching at the top of their lungs for your body. The feeling that that must be can only be replicated with something strong. You can't wash that down with a little marijuana. You're not going to be able to drink a few Coronas and feel that again. You're, you need a real punch in the dick. And the only thing that's going to give you a punch in the dick is oxy or meth, or a little crack cocaine. Those, I think that's the holy trinity of replicating that. Fentanyl. Or fentanyl, which puts you down. So it killed Michael Jackson. No, that was propofol. Propofol, fentanyl. Like nine, yeah, he had a cocktail. I mean, he wanted, yeah, I mean. I used to love it. So yeah, did you really? That's a strange thing, son. Because now you're like a dude. So that's weird. Did you transition from woman? This so, like, in sync and Aaron Carter. No, you did? Wow. Fuck. They were, that's an that, good. Huh? I want candy. That was a that was a banger. I wanted that. Those guys are still touring. Uh they're touring and girls go for it. They they make money on that nostalgia. Girls go. It's funny when like girls go older as like a funny thing. They go, let's go see it in sync. And then they go and they giggle and be like, you remember when we were this stupid? And then they're up there doing the thing that's stupid. They're still doing the dance, like, ba, ba, ba. And girls are going, oh, my God, do you remember when we had no standard for music and we just thought they were cute? 
Do you remember before we thought Lance was gay? You were the Lance guy. Because all the girls pick one. I like Lance. I like JC. I like fucking Justin Timberlake. And I like, uh, nobody liked Chris Kirkpatrick. Chris Kirkpatrick works at a vape store now. <laughs> I mean, Chris Kirkpatrick was last seen handing somebody snooze out of a container. He was, un- he was last seen unlocking a snooze cabinet and handing somebody general snooze which is now being taxed by the American government in Swedish news. That's the last time Chris Kirkpatrick was seen. And the last time Joey Fatone was seen, he was on the Impractical Jokers cruise with me. <laughs> Opening for us. No, I'm kidding. Joey Fatone. Um, oh, he's a comic? No, he does like, he does, what does he do? Yeah, he's he's got a, he's got a lot of personality, but that must be weird to be like the Italian kid from Italian home and start dancing and singing and have your dad call you a fanook a few times. How many times do you think Joey was called a fanook in his own home over dinner? Yeah, with sauce present. I'm gonna tell you it's between 17 and 45 times where his dad say, "I'm not raising no fucking fanook." But it's weird because they got Sinatra. They love Sinatra. Yeah, but Sinatra was no fanook. Sinatra didn't fucking dance around. He was a song and dance man. Yeah, but he stood there and he sang like a fucking man after drinking a whiskey. He went, when the clock strikes, half past two. The most you would get out of Sinatra was a man footpat. That's it. He would sit on a stool and said, regrets. I had a few. He wasn't going up there. Regrets. I've had a few. But then again, not few to mention. I lived a life that's not. But then again, we do to mention, but then I did all that. That's not, that's, that, that, that's not what men do. Men stand up against a wall and let a woman gyrate on your dick. That's what men do. Men don't dance. You find a wall, rest your drink on your gut, and let them go to work. Okay? It's called the white man wiggle. Elvis. Elvis was Elvis did have a silky smooth voice even though he was basically just like getting paid off of what he learned was black music and all he had like one move with his leg kick and his lip but he had a silky smooth voice Elvis he did Sinatra was the gold standard that you know right away that's an Italian kid who loves his father right there that's a kid who loves his father that is one of the rite of passages I mean Frank Sinatra is to Italian kids what Billy Joel is to Jews in Long Island, okay? If you're from Long Island, Billy Joel's a fucking god. You let him fuck your wife if he comes over for fucking... If he comes over for Prosecco, you're letting Billy Joel get a swing at your wife, an at-bat, whatever you want. You're up to bat, get in the game, Billy. That's my wife, okay? God knows I deserve it for the amount of times I, I, I jerked off to your wife, Christy Brinkley. God knows... God knows he deserves it for what we have done to his wife. Not me, because she's a little, but when I was small, when Christy Brinkley was hot, I was shooting blanks. But there was like people who are our age now and Drew's age now when Christy Brinkley, and that was before like readily available porn. Christy Brinkley has a snowstorm of goo in history. She was a hottie commodity. It was a snowstorm of glue. You're talking about a full-on Weather Channel blizzard of Bukaki that this world has seen in Christy Brinkley's name. And that's a man's wife. So the least you could do if you live out on the island is offer up your wife as tribute to let fucking Billy Joel, that little squeak Jew who got the voice of a goddamn angel, bang on that piano and bang your wife out.
She was a piece, Christy Brinkley. And she still is. She's still hot. She's still hot. The taller these women are, the hotter they are. Christy Brinkley, Cindy Crawford, still a smoking. Yeah, Cindy's smoking, dog. Da- Your pops definitely jacked off to Cindy Crawford. He's of that age, that generation, for sure. You jacked off to Cindy Crawford. Who hasn't? No, Frankie Sinatra was a man. Lance from Sync is a gay man. Yeah, he's a gay man, and that's a great thing. He's in a monogamous relationship. I follow him on TikTok. And uh, now, you know, it's, it must be weird to be a pop star now because like, just like, it's like, or a porn star. Like there's no porn stars anymore. There's just people who record themselves fucking. And now there's just like people recording themselves dancing. So when I saw that Lance, I, I went to Lance Bass's like TikTok. The kid can dance a little bit, you know? And it was just like, I was just like, oh, I just seen a hundred of these. You used to, you know, everything is, 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 um. It's plentiful now. You can get it anywhere. You could really get it anywhere. Come to Vegas, be on Riffin' with Ryan. I don't know who that is, Riffin' with Ryan, but whoever it is got a plug right now on this. Not like it helps. Jesus Christ, can we get these fucking numbers into the 30s, guys? Okay? Are you guys all going to watch other stuff? Come watch Long Days. Tell friends about Long Days. Well, you know, it's kind of our fault. We weren't on iTunes till like three months in. So, that's our fault. I don't know, guys. Madonna's where we, we stopped at Madonna. I got sidetracked. So Madonna posted. Can you pull up her Instagram post about the patriarchy? Yeah, so Madonna, it's about the patriarchy where she goes, yeah. And then it, Jesse will give you the mic so we can hear what she wrote. You can just read what she wrote. And, and you're going to have to, yeah. Maybe you stand up or something so they can hear you. You're good. Yeah. You see that post with uh, where she says the patriarchy? It's like a few few from the top. It's just a picture of her. She looks like a wax statue. Yeah, she yeah. Here she goes. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you fucking unlike it. You're a man. Fucking, she's put. She's sick of the patriarchy. Let's hear it. The patriarchy continues to try to crush my neck with their heavy boots, cut off my life force, and take away my voice. Okay, just give me one second. Pause right there. The patriarchy has always been out to get Madonna, a woman who is maybe one of the most famous people on the planet ever and who had the gall to name herself after Jesus's mother. She named herself after Jesus's mother and the patriarchy is out to get her. The same patriarchy that let that slide during an era where it was still kind of religious. Okay, which patriarchy is trying to get you? The one that allowed you to become Madonna? Because how about this, Madonna? Why don't you go try to create a new career while you name yourself after Muhammad's dad? See what your first concert, I bet you it's going to be off the chain. It's going to be fucking the bomb. See what that patriarchy has to say about your name, Madonna. And I don't even know who Muhammad's pops is, but I'm sure his name is Muhammad too. <laughs> you know, chances are if he's Muhammad's pops, chances name his name is Muhammad. Okay, because Muhammad is the Ronaldo of Portuguese. It's the Yanni is to Greek as Muhammad is to Arab. There's a lot of people named Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammad. Yeah, so the reason why the patriarchy that's trying to crush your neck, Madonna, they're trying, they're trying to crush your neck, but you know why they couldn't get to it? 
They couldn't get to it because in between your neck and their boot is hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. So it's hard to stomp through all that paper. Yes, continue. But you need the, you need the mic as well. From the top again. The patriarchy continues to try to crush my neck with their heavy boots, cut off my life force, and take away my voice. Even those who call themselves artists. You know who you are. Death to the patriarchy, now and forever. Yeah, you know who you are, Frank Sinatra. You know who you are, Drake. You know who you are, Radiohead. Hashtag risk what you value, value what you risk. Yeah, Madonna, you're fucking out there. You're out there on the edge. I mean, you are the alternative music. You're really just out there doing something different, taking risks. You know, girl, read to your kids. You're 64. You got a couple of adopted kids that could use a story. Time to pack it up. Tour's over. Life is a mystery. Time to retire before I break something. Here's the thing. You're going to break something. A 64-year-old, and a lot of women are watching this going, fucking tell her to keep going. Fucking, okay, well then shut your mouth. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about the patriarchy trying to take you down, Madonna. The patriarchy ain't doing anything. The patriarchy uh, has left you completely alone, okay? And um, you're a gay icon. Nobody can ever take that from you. Women want to be you. You were able to become an icon with mediocre at best dancing skills, mediocre at best singing skills. Take the money and leave the casino. Okay, it's time to pack it up and let Lady Gaga continue the work that you started for the gay community, okay? She's the new star, okay? You're O.J. Simpson, she's Marcus Allen, and Marcus Allen is fucking Nicole, and you're jealous of Marcus Allen. Let's not let this end with a murder and a Bronco chase. Okay? <laughs> People are loving that because it's a really good analogy. If you know the story, Marcus Allen was the younger, hotter version of OJ that befriended OJ, and there's big rumors that he banged out Nicole. Big rumors. And that's why she ultimately lost her head. He lost his head about it, so it's a head for a head. Enough time has passed for me to make that joke. I'm sorry to the Goldman family. I'm sorry to the Goldman family, and I'm sorry to OJ, who's still looking for Nicole's killer. Have you seen his tweets? i seen his tweets. What is he calling for? Uh, racial conciliation? What's uh, his he's, thing? He's got comments about everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, patreon.com slash Yanni Longdays. I'm Yantifa soldier for the patriarchy. These fans come with heat sometimes. That's what I'm going to start calling myself, Yanifa. Yanifa soldier for the patriarchy. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah, she's an icon. She's an icon. Madonna is an icon. But it's like, you know what? Here's what she's doing, guys, and we'll end on this. She's creating a struggle. That's what the whole point of this episode is. I told you at the beginning, you are boring. Create who you are. If you have a puppy in your profile, no, that's a rescued puppy. 
It's a pit bull, even if it's not. Send it to Do- Dubo, whatever that is. They'll make a video about the rehabilitation of the puppy. You're a hero, okay? Find how you're oppressed, make it up, and sell it. Sell it. Sell it, okay? Sell it. You're an Asian woman. How are they holding you down here? I want to hear about it. I want to hear. I want to hear how rough you had it. I want to hear how rough you had it at Harvard. I want to know how they came down on you at Harvard. Sell it to me. Sell me that struggle. Okay? And I want to hear how good your parents had it at the country they fled from. Because they were abusive parents who wanted you to have a worse life and face worse discrimination from people who don't look like you because they were fleeing a place where there was discrimination by people who looked exactly like them. Okay? But at least your parents did not have to deal with a patriarchy. Okay? They were eating roaches and rice by the individual rice. Okay? Their shoes were wooden flip-flops. And their hats, for some reason, were circle witch hats without the top. Okay? They were carrying animals on their head. Am I the only one who learned Chinese culture from racist cartoons? Okay? But at least they didn't have to deal with what you have to deal with. You didn't have to deal. They didn't have to deal, okay, with white men creating a place where you can move to and start making more money than white men. What kind of trick is that? What are you up to? What is the straight white male patriarchy up to at this point? Because what they've done right now is they have did a little trick where they are no longer, on average, making the most money in the country. You know who's making more money than white men? Just about every immigrant group, including Nigerians. But number one, Asian women are making more than white men now. What kind of trick are you up to, patriarchy? What's the move here? What's the plan? What, are you going to come out and sandbag us from, from, from out of nowhere? At least your parents didn't have to deal with this type of trickery and chicanery. Your parents couldn't eat. A lot of them were murdered by political opponents. But they didn't have to deal with this bullshit we see in Hollywood. Okay? How long did it take for us to see Asian representation in Hollywood? 40 years? 20? 15? Too long. The more you complain about, the more free you are. Remember that. On behalf of the whiteness, I'd just like to apologize. And I'm going to just be ending on an apology and saying I, obviously we're all a monolith. We all think the same. And I would just like to apologize on behalf and I'm going to recede out of this space 
and replace myself with a person of color to continue this podcast. Mark Ruffalo, I challenge you to do the same. This is the On Notice Show. Hashtag On Notice. Tag someone who needs to be put on notice and needs to give up their privilege and give it to someone under privilege. Mark Ruffalo, me and you, we're headed to Miami Gardens.